Welcome to the Greater Freedom Podcast with Nicola Charlotte. This is the podcast for female entrepreneurs and online service providers who are committed to having a thriving business they love and a lifestyle of freedom because we really do deserve to have it all. I'm equal parts mindset and equal parts business strategy here to help you create the most epic results whilst feeling fulfilled in all areas of your life. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Greater Freedom Podcast. I hope you're all doing super well. Today I have Kate with me who is a social media manager helping business owners to essentially stand out online, be seen as an expert and I guess ultimately generate more sales with greater ease. So Kate, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Good, good. I know we had a little chit chat before we started recording saying how grey and cold and rainy it is in London at the moment, which of the time of recording is August. Mm. So we're definitely hoping for for some sunshine to come. um, Fingers crossed. It just makes everyone happier, doesn't it? And just a nicer person to be around. (laughs) It really does. Our energy is just different when it's like Mm. blue skies and sunshine. But hopefully we can bring some of that warmth through to the listeners with the topic of conversation today, um, which I know is going to be very much of interest to everyone because A, who isn't on social media, B, who doesn't want to understand how to leverage growth through social media. So could you give us a little bit more of a explanation, I guess, of what exactly you do and maybe how you got into it as well? Yeah, sure. So social media management is, it's so vast there is um, obviously looking after individual accounts. So that could be business accounts, creators accounts. Um, so that's with like engagement with their current audience. You're trying to grow a new audience as well. You're creating content. Um, you are um, trying to generate leads, generate sales, graphic design. Um, and then you've got your accountancy head on as well, because obviously then you've got to do that side of the business. Um so there's quite a lot involved. I don't think it's for the faint hearted. Like, had I known like all of that business side I needed to do, it probably would have put me off at the beginning, but <laughs> I love the job. So it's fine. It comes with it, doesn't it? Um, yes. And I got into social media management. So dreaded lockdown 2020. I was furloughed from a radio advertising um, job, which I absolutely loved it was it was my world um where I was like a media consultant uh, and putting the advertising campaigns together um and I always loved social media and I always wanted to make the change but had I've not been furloughed and then the company being bought out I wouldn't have retrained so I used that time to do a digital marketing course and here I am um so unfortunately the company did get did get taken over um but that was the push that I needed because I I actually would have made the change um it's one I absolutely absolutely love so even though it was hard at the time it's definitely worked out for the better blessing in disguise I have a sort of similar ish story which I think most people have heard but it was very much using that strange time during lockdown to 
help accelerate other ideas and avenues and really use that time I guess in the best way possible and it's one of those weird things I always think like had that not happened what would we all be doing now because there are so (laughs) many successful businesses that have come off the back of lockdown and the pandemic which despite it being a very challenging time in many senses of the word Mm. actually for so many people it, it has been such a kind of serendipitous timing because of mm. the opportunities that arose from it so yeah yeah absolutely it's, it's interesting. and it's amazing how social media I mean social media is obviously massive beforehand but actually how much it became a part of our lives through that time mm. as well look at, look at how TikTok mm. grew um and I guess that's where a lot of social media managers came from from that time as well a lot of businesses like you said grew so um there was a huge need for social media management in that in that weird time as well yeah, no, definitely. And I'm looking forward to diving into that in a little bit more detail um, with today's conversation. So I was sort of having a think before of, okay, what are the listeners going to really want to know that can, they, you know, they can come away with some like juicy insights, but also some actionable tips, because mm-hmm. we're all about the the kind of analogy and the theory, but actually being able to take action and implement some of these changes from all the experts that we have on to on the podcast so I know one of the things that you speak about quite a lot on your Instagram are Instagram growth hacks Mm. so there's obviously a bit of I guess pressure confusion um, overwhelm maybe when it comes to keeping up to date with Mm. the platform with what we should should be doing what's best to achieve growth Mm-hmm. So are there any current or new Instagram growth hacks that mm. you can share with us? And where is it that we can keep up to date with what these are so that we can kind of stay on top of the best ways to be utilizing Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Well, firstly, I always say to anyone that asks for advice for growing on Instagram, it is okay to want to grow your audience. Like it's absolutely fine if you want more followers. Um, Cause a lot of people, like, you don't need to have a huge following to make money, but you want yeah. to grow. That's absolutely fine. So the ways that you do about it is you, you show up first of all, like consistently. Um, that's not ma- like a massive hack. That's just, you know, it's a, it's a good for your mindset but it's also to keep your audience engaged and um, the more they're going to be engaged the more they um, engage with your content the more the algorithm is then going to push your content out to other like-minded audiences so that is the absolute number one um and thing for, for growth is consistency hacks you can grow without hacks but hacks definitely do help so there's a lot of talk about trending audio at the moment do you need mm. it? Don't you need it? So one thing I really, I don't, I don't want to rub anyone up the wrong way, but you see a lot of trending audio posts like use this post and you'll go viral. That's that's you know that's not uh, a guarantee. Um, but trending audio when it's when it's probably under a couple of thousand um, reels under the audio, you do want to hop on it as they say um, because it's going to gain traction quite quickly um, and that does help by having that trend in audio there but it's not the be all and end all because it does come down to the content as well um, and what I would say as well is with your trending audio make sure it fits the actual content don't just have an audio because it's trending um, so there is like should I shouldn't I and I always say 
if it's going to fit the content and it's right, then absolutely. But, you know, mm. don't worry yourself too much by scrolling, trying to find the best um, trending audio with the with the less amount of reels used at that time, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And I that, think that, that, with, with reels, it's always that funny one because I know well, however long ago it was, that they were like the thing to be doing on Instagram. And there was all this pressure that we had to be creating reels. And I think they did really, really help with growth and getting your content, as you said, sort of pushed out to more like-minded audiences. Would you say that reels are still a video or like a content form that we should be using regularly? Mm. um or are they less important um yeah how do we how do we know which one is the best mm. to use or is it actually using a combination thinking about your audience etc I, mm. I know there are lots of nuances but yeah. as the expert would you say that we should be using reels sort of on a fairly consistent basis yes yeah absolutely video is one of the easiest forms of um content to consume we are quite lazy in the way we consume content now you know we've got very low um, um patience so we want something that's quick and easy and video is the best way to do that um i wouldn't suggest having just video um, because your audience is going to have preferences and how they consume media. Um, For example, um, Nicola, if you prefer video, then a lot of your um, feed content is going to be video. If I prefer photos, a lot of my feed, like explore page, is going to be photos. So what you want to do is have a nice mix of a real static post and a carousel. And that way you're always going to be tapping into those those audiences who consume those different uh, media forms because if you're just mm. out with video then you're going to leave behind like a large majority of your audience who are consuming photos um so you want to have a nice nice balance a good mix yeah I always think that that is true and it's reminding me that I should probably be doing reels more so <laughs> I'm going to take that away from this oh, conversation good. if I do <laughs> um I also think and it'd be great to get your thoughts on this as well something that Mm. I say to my clients a lot which is based on my own experience that I found has worked really well for me that I wasn't doing at the start of my journey was to really create content that you enjoy creating because Mm. there are so many shoulds and have tos and rules supposedly around what constitutes a successful Instagram post be that a video or a static or a carousel but when you can let go of some of those rules and some of that pressure to follow said guideline or said process and actually infuse your own personality, do things that maybe you're not seeing everyone else doing, use fonts or colors that seem a little bit wacky or whatever it might be, because that's what's really going to cut through and stop the scroll because it's it feels mm-hmm. very authentic rather than, oh, this is a formula that I have followed in order to help me get more views or something. So how do we blend that in with what we know on paper to work well when it comes to yeah Instagram visibility or growth Mm. so I I probably made the same mistake when I first started out as well thinking oh oh that they're doing that so I need to do that and I wasn't enjoying it it became a task so you're going to put your heart and soul into something that you enjoy it you know it doesn't feel like work if you love what you do so absolutely put your personality in it and that is your usp that's what's going to make you stand out if you like the bold color i don't know orange but you don't see much of it on instagram go for orange because you are going to stand out um 
so there are going to be some foundations and some guidelines that can help, you know, like text placement necessarily. Mm. Yeah. And you don't want something too scrolly in the form of a font because it's got to be, you know, readable um, and to stop that scroll. Again, because it's that attention span. If someone's got to really look in and see what it is, it's it's just going to go amiss. Um, you have to be yourself and try not to be scared of doing it um, because it's the only way that you're going to stand out. Because we don't want, you know, say you wanted, I don't know how to put this into context, really. If I wanted a banana in a supermarket um, or I felt like a banana, you're going to go into the bananas. I'm going to blend in with the banana. But really, my personality is an apple. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. It's like, yeah. just, be, just be yourself um, mm. and, and only follow accounts that make you feel like you can be yourself as well. Because if you're going to keep following accounts that are all the same, you're going to get so consumed in that and thinking, I need to be like that. Um, that's really going to shift your mindset. So mm. you are your USP. You are your power and people will love you for it. Um, and your yeah. person will absolutely shine through when you're doing something that you love. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's mm-hmm. it's like it's building up to a place where you feel fully confident in doing that, even if you mm-hmm. don't at the moment. It's like, OK, well, I'm going to do something that showcases yeah. my personality or I'm going to try something a little bit different. And then over time that naturally does compound into you know just literally doing what it is that you want and feeling really excited by that so on that kind of topic of standing out um you know expert positioning creating Mm -hmm. that sense of authority being seen as the go-to in your in your niche I know that's something that you help clients Mm -hmm. as well what's a way or or kind of a couple of ways I guess that people can take that in like take that into consideration Mm. when creating their content what are some of those tools or processes when it comes to content that Mm -hmm. will help to position themselves as an expert yeah um having your own series really helps so and it could be once or twice uh, a week and you're just posting that series and that you, you then become that expert in that subject Mm. Um, that could really help and it could it could be on anything that that kind of like makes you your niche as well um because as a service provider when you have when you help so many businesses across so many um different topics it can be quite hard to find one niche but if you have like a few series in places you're then going to help those individuals who are looking for that specific need um so that definitely helps position you as a leader in that field um consistent branding as well you want to be instantly recognizable um oh collaborations really do help because it's like oh look at such and such working with kate oh that's brilliant so they obviously want to work with her and then all of a sudden you're just it's a bit more of that authoritative figure um Mm. and then i always say it but personality as well your personality needs to come across as an expert um because you are human we are human and we people buy from people we interact with with people and um, so you don't need to be seen as like uh, a machine just because you're an expert you know in in a particular field um so stories are a great great way of having that personal level um and you don't need to get too personal like with your with your home life because people are invested with you not necessarily you know what your husband uh, did yesterday or you know kids at the football grounds like little snapshots like that's fine but it's about having that balance um personal and personality I guess are different you can show your personality without going too in depth because I think it's quite nice to have those boundaries for yourself as well um Mm -hmm. but personality you know I 
I talk very openly on my stories. Um, I will talk about what's worked well, what hasn't worked well, because experts are still learning as well. Um, I'm still learning every day because you, you mentioned it beforehand. Instagram is always evolving. I'm always on my toes. Um, and then um, a few ways that you can and help actually keep up with them um, social media updates because I didn't answer mm. your question. Sorry, is um, social media today? It's a fantastic website, um, and it just helps me having to stop consuming so many different forms of content, and it's just all in that one place. Um, and it's always really up to date. It's it's credible. Like they work with the platforms themselves, so they are on social media and um, have their own website as well. Um, you can get a daily newsletter. However, because there's so many updates at the moment, the um, notification notifications just got too much. So I <laughs> I had to turn the, the unsubscribe from the newsletter. Um, but that's where I get a lot of my source of information. Um, and I do also follow um, the famous uh, Adam um, Instagram yeah. ads. Um, and he's really open as well. So he is an expert in his field and he's always talking about what's not working. Um, what do we want um, from him as well? Um, so it's about having the open honesty and personality as well. Mm, yeah, I love that. Lots of, well, practical and mm. sort of thought, food for thought, I think, when it comes to Instagram. And I, and I do believe, you know, that's always everyone's intention to be authentic. But naturally, when it comes to seeing other leaders in the space or people who are further down the line the tendency is to compare and think oh they're doing this so I should do this as well but just because it's worked for you know Sarah down the road or Mm. Jess the business coach whoever it might be doesn't mean that it's going to work for you and that's always something worth keeping in mind because they've got a different audience they've got Mm. different expertise they've got a different tone and style and so Yes, we can look to others for inspiration, but it's a you know holding back from the temptation to kind of really try and replicate exactly what someone else is doing because it's not sustainable and also it's takes up so much more time and energy trying to mm. copy someone else's rather than thinking, okay, I really like the tone of voice they used, or I really liked how they positioned the main message, or oh, they did a reel whilst. I don't know, making themselves pancakes in the morning that I could try doing something like that when I'm doing my smoothie, you know? So it's like, what do we enjoy consuming? But then putting our own spin on it, I think is really important. Yeah, I totally agree. And again, that's what's going to help you stand out because you're doing something slightly different. You're not copying Sarah down the road. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And when it comes to, I know this is a question that I get asked a lot by Mm. my clients is how much time or what kind of, percentage of the time we spent on Instagram should be used with doing engagement because Mm. I always say you know we can't sit back and just expect people to say oh hey Nicola you know would love to work with you where's your payment link Mm. it's understanding that it's a social network we want to meet people halfway it's so important to nurture relationships build trust you know that no like trust factor so when it comes to engagement what Mm what sort of advice do you tend to give your clients yeah um first of all a lot of people say well what is engagement is it just replying yes, to comments? address that first <laughs> yeah so engagement is um community is a bit of a buzzword but it they are your community they are your hub your support you want to be nurturing them looking after them um so you of course you want to be replying to every comment but also you want to be going 
to them with a comment as well. Um, so they uh, it sounds it sounds a bit false, but it's not. But if you had a, a friend who um, you're trying to message and then they didn't message you back and then you message them again and they didn't message back, how long would you carry on doing it until you just gave up? It's exactly the same principle um, with comments. So you should, you know, be putting yourself out there, engaging with your uh, community first, not just relying on them messaging messaging you. Um, and also it's in your stories as well. Stories can be so interactive. So um, you could be asking for the engagement with polls and then also replying with polls and questions and emojis. Um, and also outbound engagement. So you're looking at the hashtags that you're using. Um, you look at the content that's under there. Um, you're engaging with that creator um, on the explore page. And it's not just, you know, the like, 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 like. So that's not. Oh, no, that's really the worst. The love oh, bombing. <laughs> yeah, it is a love bombing. It's just so spammy, isn't it? It's just not yeah. authentic. It's very inauthentic. Um, very. Um, and now a lot of people have taken a lot of the conversation to DMs as well. Um, so don't be scared to interact in, in the DMs. And it could be started by a story um, that you've, you know, that you're interacting with and just keep the conversation flowing. It's just a conversation. It's, it mm. shouldn't be big or scary. Um, but the way that the engagement works um, really well is that you do a little bit of engagement before um, you post. So you want to be making sure that you are applying to all the comments that you've missed. If you've got an account, obviously, that's got tens, 20,000s of followers, it is going to be really hard to reply back to everyone and it isn't sustainable. But you just want to be making an effort, you know, to reply to as many people as you physically can because you don't want to be on your phone all day. It's not healthy. Hey babe, I hope you're loving today's episode. Just a very quick, small request from me. If you're enjoying today's episode and you're enjoying the podcast in general, leaving a rating or review would mean the world and would help more people to discover these sorts of conversations. So if you wouldn't mind, please pause this episode, leave a rating review, and then we'll get straight back in. Thanks so much. Um, and then once you've posted, um, I always recommend then liking all previous comments because that's like a little sign like, oh, Kate's back online. Um, and then the audience gets used to like if she's liked my post, then she's got another post um, out there as well. And then once you've posted, um, you're going out to go get the engagement to draw them draw them into your post so it's um in the feed and in the explore page and um under your hashtags that you've used as well mm. in a nutshell that's engagement <laughs> mm, mm. yeah it's it's sort of there is there is some strategy behind it but it's also mm. doing it in a way that feels as you keep saying kind of authentic and mm. it's having conversation that's not trying to sell to people and I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. It's like, oh, but it feels inauthentic to cold sale, cold sell mm-hmm. someone. It's like, that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's nurturing. It's yeah. getting to know. It's elevating visibility. It's starting conversations. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to do it at a time when you're going to post. For those reasons mm-hmm. that you said, it just pushes out your content to more people. Yeah, definitely. And you, you don't want to be on social media all day every day it takes the fun out of it so you know mm. if um because you get a lot of um experts that say oh you want to be engaging at least an hour a day well you 
you know, I don't necessarily agree that you should have like a time. I think maybe it's like um, maybe like a, a number of accounts that you should try and engage with like new new followers each day. Um, but break that time up. It hasn't got to be all in one go. Um, especially as a social media manager, if I was doing that for my clients, all in one, I, I would literally be overwhelmed. I have to break it up over mm. the day. Um, as long as you're just interacting with your audience, um, current audience and a new audience, then that's all it is. It's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. Mm. And one of the words that you used there was fun. And I think a lot of people mm. do get caught up in, it doesn't feel fun anymore. It feels like a chore or mm. it's not something I enjoy. Yeah. What would you say to anyone who's listening and is thinking, yeah, that just doesn't sound like something that I want to do or isn't fun? Um, yeah. Is there a way that you, you know, any ideas to bring back that fun into that side of the yeah. maybe Then maybe I would look at your current engagement and, and how you're doing it. Is You know, when you're applying to a message, are you showing your personality across? Because if it is, if you are showing your personality across, it should be fun. Um, you know, don't be scared to put some emojis in there or or have a laugh with the creator. Because what I don't like is when I um when I get a comment. I mean, I I love every comment, obviously, because it's engagement. But it's love this or the three emojis. Mm. That's 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 not going to do anything for for either of you. So it is just about putting your personality out there. Um and building those relationships and don't be scared to have have a laugh with it you know because um a creator that I follow today he used the word bamboozled in his content so rather than actually comment on the initial content itself I just told him that's one of my favorite words and then we had a laugh because then we started discussing friends and again like it is just about having that friendly conversation Mm -hmm. I think something that really helped for me because it was that was definitely something that I got caught up in earlier on in my business was this like pressure and need to be engaging and everything is mm. just to be more intentional with it mm. so as you say rather than like seeing it as a tick box exercise and having to spend an hour doing it each day it mm. was like okay let me take a little bit more time to create a sort of clever or useful or valuable comment or let me take a little bit more time to find people that feel really exciting to engage with rather than just mm. the top 10 accounts that pop up when I type in I don't know social media manager for example yeah. so when we're a bit more intentional we can create more of that connection and mm. it just adds a bit more meaning to it I think rather than it being something that's a bit mindless yeah if you're, if you're not having fun with it and you feel like you're not getting anywhere then maybe it's it is because you know it's not conversational it is become mm. a task it has just become love this rather than actually yeah. taking in the content and because because you like that, that doesn't content. work anymore that kind of comment does not work <laughs> no. no it doesn't it really doesn't so before we wrap up I'd love to know if there's any main red flags when it Mm. comes to let's say Instagram or general social media growth I know we've kind of mainly touched on Instagram Mm. I'm very conscious that there's TikTok and LinkedIn Mm. and Pinterest and other channels but just so that we could kind of get in depth into one platform I thought that would make more sense but any red flags or conversely any top tips you think right if there's one thing you can go and do today on your mm-hmm. Instagram to really help you elevate either how you're showing up or your strategy or the way that you're using it what would you say is a must and a do not red flag 
Mm-hmm. So your account bio, that is your landing page. That is your online shop window. You need to nail that because you probably are getting people come to your account. But if your bio is not right, then it's going to send people away. So you want it's like your elevator pitch, who you are, what you do, how you do it. Um, and it's a nice summary, just clear, concise, um, says about you, but it matches your content. Mm. Because if you say you're all about the growth tips, but then your content isn't about the growth tips, then people are going to unfollow. So those two need to match. So that is the one thing everyone can do today. Great. Including your highlight covers as well, because I must say they do go bio and your branding. It just gives that wow factor. Um, And then red flags. When I see an account that's has got, say, you know, a, a nice generous following of a few thousand and they've either only following 20 people. I'm like, they're not, they don't want a community. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm like, they, they're not interested in you. They're interested in themselves. Yeah. And then the other scale of that, where they're following thousands and thousands and thousands mm. of people, they've just done that to grow then again than you so that to me they are two very big red flags yes I love those and honestly when I see people that only follow like 20 accounts I'm like Mm. why this is this is a community you know it's like as you say it's just I don't know people have got a little bit too big for their boots maybe but um yeah (laughs) but yeah those are great yeah so thank you so much and I do think the Instagram bio is like the number of and I'm going to be honest here, the amount of hours that I have wasted of my life trying to perfect my bio, I probably <laughs> wouldn't recommend to anyone else, but I totally agree that it is really important. Mm. And I think it's one of those things, and I'm saying this to like my younger self, mm. give yourself like a time frame. If you're wanting to up- update it, I would be like, right, 30 minutes, that's it. If you can't mm. find the perfect quote unquote bio in those 30 minutes, leave it and come back to it because- yeah. There are just so many tweaks that we could make, spacing, Mm -hmm. emojis, language, wording, that Mm. yes, it's so important, but as long as it's clear, and as you say, complementary of what we do in general, that's the main thing. It doesn't have to be perfect because what is perfect after all? Exactly. (laughs) And I think Instagram is a lot rawer and a lot real. Mm. It's not so polished anymore and people want that authenticity. So um, you're absolutely right. Don't worry. Oh, you didn't use that emoji, but you wanted to use that emoji. Don't worry about those those things. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much, Kate. Well, for anyone that would like to get in touch or follow you or get to know a little bit more about your work, where would be the Mm -hmm. best place for them to find you? Sure. So I am on all social media platforms, but Instagram is is my baby. Um, so it's my Instagram page, which is uh, Kate Gets Social Media. Amazing. I'll leave the link in the description box. Thank you so much again for coming on, for sharing lots of very practical and actionable tips, which I know are going to be really useful. And my my takeaway is going to do more reels because I actually used to love creating them. and I just got out of the routine a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look forward to bringing in the fun with reels and making that a regular part of my content strategy I look forward to seeing them (laughs) thanks so much and thank you everyone who tuned in I will catch you on the next episode all right bye bye thank you so much for listening if you loved this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a review I would love to hear from you 
In the meantime, my DMs are always open, so come over and say hi. At Nicola Charlotte Coaching. Bye.